0: That then could be used to find evidence of criminality. There was no need to have probable cause beforehand. There was no need to have any direct knowledge of wrongdoing. Then this could be used to essentially go into individuals' homes to collect
1: their private papers and to target potential political opponents of the crown. One person who was outraged by the king's actions was, ironically, his own legal representative in Boston. This was a man named James Otis. And Otis resigned in protest against these general warrants. And then he took his anger a step further by becoming the lawyer representing the other side, all of Boston's merchants, against the king. And on one pivotal day in 1761, he stood before the Massachusetts Supreme Court and gave a five-hour speech, calling General warrants the worst instrument of arbitrary power and defending our right to be left alone unless there is criminal evidence.
0: John Adams, our second president, later wrote, Then and there, the child liberty was born. This was really seen as the first shot of the revolution in many ways. And so in 1787, when the founding generation drafted the Constitution, Madison, when he was tasked with writing the Bill of Rights, he announced in Congress that one of the rights that he would protect would be the right against general warrants. And that became the Fourth
1: Amendment to the Constitution. And it states clearly that a search warrant needs to be looking for something specific. Keep that in mind, because in a minute, What the right to be secure against unreasonable search and seizure means if law enforcement is looking for something that the founding fathers could never have dreamed of.
0: What is happening right now is the government is monitoring traffic upstream, like that crosses Internet servers, and they are scooping up that traffic and then they're using it to bring
1: charges, which is essentially a general warrant. What the Fourth Amendment means for protecting our privacy when the Pony Express is now Gmail. Stick with us. We're back, it's Note to Self, I'm Anush Samarodi, and we're talking about our civil rights and privacy and how we make sure we hold on to what the Founding Fathers wanted for Americans. The whole point of the Fourth Amendment was to protect privacy. Let's go back to our Fourth Amendment expert, law professor Laura Donahue. So even if they
0: don't mention the word, the idea was that the government cannot unduly interfere
1: in your private life without sufficient cause. And for about 200 years, Laura Donahue says, the Fourth Amendment as it was worked pretty well. Up until the 1960s, when a bookie named Charles Katz comes along. Katz lives in L.A., And the FBI gets a tip-off that he's using phone booths up and down Sunset Boulevard to make his bets across state lines, which is illegal. Here's the government's lawyer, John Martin, explaining in court how the feds got their proof.
0: Early in February of 1965, the agents received information from reliable informants, which led them to believe that the petitioner in this case, Mr. Katz, was using the public phone, this particular public phone booth, to place wages in interstate by calling Massachusetts.
1: So the FBI goes to the phone company and gets the records for that booth, confirming that, yes, Katz was on the horn, talking to another bookie out of state.
0: After they had all of this information, they then set up a system involving a team of five agents.
1: But then how did the team of agents record Katz in the phone booth? Here's Katz's lawyer, Harvey Schneider.
0: Mr. Katz would leave his apartment building on a certain specified time. The agents would see him leave. They would radio to another group of agents who were waiting near the booth. This agent would run over and activate the microphone that was taped on top of the booth.
1: The recording they make nails Katz. He's convicted. But he appeals, citing his right to privacy. And it goes all the way up to the Supreme Court. And the guy wins. The justices side with Katz, saying that when he used a phone booth, he expected his conversation to be private.
0: The court's decisions recently and for a long time, I believe, have indicated that the right to privacy is what's protected by the Fourth Amendment. We feel that the right to privacy follows the individual. This
1: 1967 ruling was a big deal for the Fourth Amendment and your privacy.